Welcome back to uh, another episode of the podcast, Jake's Takes. My name is Jake, and thank you for tuning into this week's episode. I'd like to thank everybody for listening. Um, I'd like to announce that Jake's Takes can be found on Spotify. So if you type in Jake's Takes, might have to scroll down a little bit, but it is there. So a lot uh, easier uh, to look for and a lot easier to listen. So that is a big Jake's Takes advancement right there. So thank you to everyone listening and check me out on Spotify. So this is episode two of my March Madness NCAA um, podcast episodes. So I know a lot of things have been going on in basketball in the NBA, um, and I'm going to get to those um, in later podcasts, but currently it's March Madness, and so my podcast is going to be another one on March Madness. So we are, since it's Monday, going to look at the first and second round games that just took place last week. Um, I don't know about you guys, but I was um, glued to my television, glued to my cell phone, watching videos of this stuff at work, watching videos of this stuff at my house, uh, watching the games, uh, a lot of nail biters, a lot of upsets, and we're going to get into all that. So, starting out with the first game of the tournament was Minnesota versus Louisville, and in the game, Minnesota ended up winning 86-76. Um, uh, Cal Schiller had 21... 24 points and 8 rebounds, and Coffey Murphy had 18 points, both for Minnesota. And it was a good game there. Uh, the next game was LSU-Yale. LSU won 79-74, um, and um, Reed had 14 points, 10 rebounds, and um, Bigsby-Williams had 10 points, 10 rebounds, and Mays had 19 points in that victory. And I'm also going to say if these were um, winners um, for my bracket. So the first two games, I picked winners. So next we had a very, very close game. I remember watching this at home. Auburn 78, New Mexico State 77. I had New Mexico State, but there were a lot of bad plays at the end that actually kept New Mexico State in the game. And um, Harper had 17 points, and McCormick had 16 points for um, Auburn. So, a very close game there. Uh, not the outcome I was hoping for, but, you know, a good game nonetheless. Then we had um, Florida State. Uh, they got the win, uh, 76-69 over Vermont. And uh, Mann had 19 points and 8 rebounds. And Kat Kabengele had 21 points, 10 rebounds off the bench. Good win there. Good win for my bracket. Michigan State University, 76, Bradley, 65. Uh, Cassius Winston had 26 points. Tillman had 16 points, 11 rebounds. And for Bradley, Childs had 19 points. So, um, good win for Michigan State. Then we had Maryland against Belmont. Uh, Maryland, 79 points. Belmont, 77. Another close game I had Maryland. Um, Smith, 19 points, 12 uh, rebounds. Fernando, uh, 14 points, 13 rebounds. And 
uh, Morsell, 18 points. So good win there. Then we had UCF, which I picked over VCU, 73-58 win. Taco Fall had 13 points, 18 rebounds. BJ Taylor had 15 points. Very, very good game there. Then we had the number one seed in my national championship pick, Duke, 85-62 uh, win over North Dakota State. Zion had 25 points. R.J. Barrett looking good, 26-14. and 14. Um, A big fan of both of them. And a big, uh, big game there. Um, next is uh, Liberty and Mississippi State, which was Upset City. I picked Liberty, and they won. Holmesley had 30 points, and Kabil Jr. had 18. And so that was the first big upset of the tournament. Then we had Virginia Tech taking on St. Louis, and Virginia Tech won. Alexander Walker had 20 points, and it was a uh, blowout game there. Then we had the other number one seed, Gonzaga, 87, uh, and they played Fairleigh Dickerson, 49. They blew them out. Hachamora had 21 points, and Tilly had 17 points. Now, um, the first game of two games that I actually bet on, um, I bet on Syracuse to win, but they didn't. Baylor won 78-69. Mason had 22 points, which was not a good uh, bet for me. I thought they had a shot, and I picked them. It was a two minus two in favor of Syracuse for the um, the, the odds there, and um, I ended up uh, not winning on that one. So uh, Syracuse lost, and I lost right there. Now we have uh, a loss in my bracket. Murray State, Marquette. Uh, Murray State had 83 points. Marquette had 64. Ja Morant, 17, 11, and 16. Probably going to be the number two pick in the draft behind Zion Williamson. Depending on who gets the first pick, he could go number one. Uh, Marcus Howard had 26, and Hauser had 16 and 10 for Marquette there. Um, so, Big East. I picked a lot of Big East teams, and uh, they didn't really do so good. Uh, Syracuse, uh, Seton Hall... Um, didn't do good. Villanova was the only team that won uh, right there. And then Marquette, not so good. Buffalo, I picked them. 91-74 win. Harris, 21 points, 10 rebounds. Perkins, 21 points, 10 rebounds. Solid uh, right there. Then we have Texas Tech. They won 72-57 over Northern Kentucky. And Culver had 29 points for Texas Tech. Then we had the very close game, which... I did not pick the winner. Nevada, Florida, Nevada, 61, Florida, 70. I picked Nevada. Johnson had 10 points, 10 rebounds, and Hayes had 16. So um, not good right there for the bracket. Michigan, 74, Montana, 55. Matthews uh, had 22 points, 10 rebounds. Simpson had 4 points, 10 rebounds. Um Good game for Michigan. Um, wasn't expecting them to lose right there. Then we have Virginia 71, Gardner-Webb 56, Hunter 23 points. Virginia was actually down at the beginning of the game by, I believe, their biggest lead was for Gardner-Webb was 13 points, but Gardner-Webb couldn't hold on. Virginia didn't want to repeat last year. I would have loved to have seen it, but, you know, uh, Virginia is the number one seed for a reason. Or one of the number one seats for a reason. 
Then we have um, Oklahoma Ole Miss. I did not pick Ole Miss. To w- I picked Ole Miss to win. Oklahoma 94, Ole Miss 72. Doolittle 19 points, 15 rebounds. Um, James 20 points. Odomes uh, 20 points. So um, a good game for Oklahoma. Ole Miss was the, I believe, eight seed. Not good. Oregon, which was this is uh, two big um, upsets I picked. Oregon seventy two, Wisconsin fifty four. I picked Oregon. Pritchard nineteen points. King seventeen points. And then I picked uh, UC Irvine uh, to upset K State seventy. UC Irvine sixty four. K State Hazard nineteen points. Leonard nineteen points. Then we get to the worst game. For me, because um, I won in my bracket but lost my bet. So Villanova won 61, St. Mary's 57, Booth 20 points, Pascal 11 and 14. But the uh, spread was minus 4.5 for Villanova. I took the spread and they ended up winning by 4 points. So I lost because of a half of point. And what pissed me off about it even more was... Their guy, Pascal, who's their fifth-year senior and their veteran and their captain, missed two free throws at the end of the game that could have that were one-on-ones. And if he had hit at least one of those, I would have got my bet because no other scores came after that. So um, it was uh, not good. Good for the bracket, not good overall because I lost my bet because of it. Then we have uh, the next one, which is Purdue, Old Dominion and Purdue 161 48. Edwards 26 points. Um, Iowa, they beat Cincinnati. I had that, which was 79 72. Um, Garza 20 points. Uh, Wise Camp 19. Tennessee, two seed. Uh, they beat Colgate 77 70. And Admiral Schofield had 19 points. North Carolina, I picked them to win. Uh, 88 over Iona 73. I really wanted Iona to win this game, even though I picked North Carolina, because a lot of people um, in the bracket pool that I'm in, they uh, ended up having North Carolina going pretty far, and I didn't have them in my Final Four, so I would have liked to see Iona win. They didn't. Johnson had 22 points, and Nazir Little had 19. Then we had another uh, game here. Washington ended up winning their game. Dickerson had 20 points. And 12 rebounds. And Noel had 19 points for them. Kansas, uh, they beat Northeastern. 87-53. Lawson, 25 points, 11 rebounds. And Dotson, 18 points. Then Ohio State, 62. Iowa State, 59. That was, uh, I picked Ohio State on that one to lose. And they didn't. Uh, Wesson, 21 points, 12 rebounds. Wood, 19 points. So right there was not uh, what I was looking for, for that one. Then Houston, who is in my final four, 84-55 win over Georgia State. Davis Jr., 26 points. White Jr., 14 and 11. Then we had another loss here, Big East, of course. Uh, Walford, 84. Seton Hall, 68. Uh, McGee, 24 points. Hoover, 18 points. Jackson, 14 and 10. Then Kentucky, um, I didn't want Kentucky to win just like North Carolina because a lot of people had them going far. I did pick them in my bracket because I'm not an idiot, and I picked teams that I know are going to win. But it would have been cool to see an upset there. Kentucky won 
Abilene 44, Johnson 25 points, Travis 18 points, Harrow 14 points. Now, moving on to the round of 32. So, um, first uh, portion of the bracket I did pretty good, and I was near the top of the leaderboards in my uh, pool, but we're getting to the round 32, and I've dropped a little bit, and we'll get to that. So, Duke played UCF in one of the most insane basketball games, which is going to make or break Duke's season. They ended up winning 77-76, and there was um, a great, great game from Zion, 32-11. Dawkins, 32 points for UCF. There was one point during the game where I believe UCF was either down by... No, they were up, and they had up by four, and they had an alley-oop slam dunk, and or maybe it wasn't an alley-oop, but they slam dunked that missed, and uh, that was the turning point of the game because they just couldn't get it done. Duke came back, Zion, R.J. Barrett, you know, the whole crew just killing it. So for me, I picked Duke to win it all, so I was so happy with this outcome. Uh, a lot of people who didn't have Duke probably wanted them gone because that's, you know, a good portion of brackets busted right there. But they won. Coach K knows what he's doing. Don't bet against Duke. Uh, LSU against Maryland. I had Maryland. LSU won 69-67 uh, there, which was not good for my bracket. Uh, Mays had 16 for LSU, and Fernando had 10 points, 15 rebounds for Maryland. Then we have the uh, Michigan State-Minnesota game, which was a win for my bracket. Uh, they won 70-50. Tillman, 14 points. Winston, 13-9. and So good win there. Gonzaga getting business done against Baylor, which helps my bracket. Clark uh, had 36 points, and Kispert had 16. Then we have Florida State, Murray State, which uh, J.A. Morant, as much as he, um, you know, was the projected uh, big-time triple-double player, Murray State could not get it done. They lost 90-62. to uh, Cabangale, 22 points. Man, 18 points. Then we have Michigan and Florida. Michigan, 64. Florida, 49. A blowout. And Poole had 19 points there. And then I picked Villanova to go far. Uh, they lost in this one to Purdue, 61-87. Edwards, 42 points. Harams, 18 points. Nine rebounds. So, good game for Purdue. Tennessee, Iowa. That was a close game. I had Tennessee, and I'm happy they won. 83-77 victory. Williams, 19-7. Schofield, 19. Then we have North Carolina, Washington. I really wanted Washington to win this. I picked North Carolina, though, but because of bracket busting, I would have loved a North Carolina loss here. Um, Little, 20 points and 7 rebounds. May, 20 points, 14 rebounds. And Whitehead, um... 20 points as well. Then we have Auburn, Kansas. Uh, Auburn, in the first round, looked shaky. But in this, they took care of business. I picked Kansas, so I lost on that one. Uh, Brown, 25 points. Harper, 18. So Auburn is moving on. Then we have Kentucky, Walford. I wanted, uh, for the same reasons North Carolina, I wanted Walford to beat Kentucky, but they didn't. 
And so Travis had 14 and 11. Then we have Liberty taking on Virginia Tech. I had Virginia Tech. Blackshead had 19 and 9. Outlaw had 10 and 11. Virginia Tech got the win 67-58. Then we have Buffalo, Texas Tech, which was a big win. Culver, 16 and 10. And um, all of the starters for Texas Tech in that game had over 10 points, which was uh, pretty good. Their bench probably didn't play that much, but their starters, pretty good. Then we have uh, University of Virginia taking on Oklahoma and UVA 63, Oklahoma 51, Daikiki 14 points, 9 rebounds, uh, and they took care of business this year. Then we have the 12-13 matchup, the big upset matchup here, Oregon and UC Irvine. I picked Oregon, 73-54 win, uh, Pritchard 18-7, King 16 points, Wooten 11-8. And, and then we have uh, Ohio State taking on Houston, and Ohio State lost, thankfully. Houston, Davis Jr. 21-6, Robinson 13-6-5. So looking at um, my bracket, I'm looking at just the the matchups for the next round, which is the Sweet 16. You know, I want to look at um, all of the uh, matchups here and see which ones I like. So, Duke-Virginia Tech. Obviously, I have Duke, but um, Virginia Tech is playing uh, good basketball. I'm really hoping Duke can get the victory there. Um, LSU taking on MSU-Michigan State. I have Michigan State anyways, so let's see Michigan State get the victory. We have Gonzaga, Florida State. I have Gonzaga going to the Elite Eight. Then we have um, uh, Texas Tech, and we have Michigan. I think I picked Michigan in that one, um, so Michigan to get that dub, hopefully. Then we have UVA versus Oregon, and UVA has... Uh, you know, it's going to be another uh, close game, hopefully. The UVA got an easy bout playing Oregon. I think no other matchup is easier. But Oregon's shown that they can win, so I'm hoping for the upset there. Purdue-Tennessee, I picked Tennessee. Um, so that's going to work for me. North Carolina-Auburn. To be honest with you, I hope Auburn wins. I have neither. I have uh, UNC winning, but... I don't want them to because I just want a bracket buster. And then uh, Houston versus Kentucky, I have Houston winning and making it to the finals, so they got to win. And I'm not a Calipari fan, and I don't want to see him win. So, unfortunately for me, or unfortunately for um, for um, fans of Kentucky, your team hopefully is going to lose. And so, um, yeah, that's what I think there. Now, looking at my bracket... I have uh, 490 points, and my max number of points is 770, or, or not 770, 1,770. Then the guy who is in first place has 560 points, and his max is 1,840. So um, there is only one person, I was checking through all of these brackets, there was only one person who picked Duke to win it all, and they picked the same Final Four, Duke, Gonzaga, Tennessee, Houston, that I did. 
and they picked Tennessee to win, and I picked Houston to win. So, if Duke and Houston can make it to the finals, and if Duke and Houston can, you know, play a good game, and I don't even think I need Duke to win. I'd probably rather have Houston win. Um, although I'm not 100% sure. I don't really think anyone else has Houston going to the Final Four. I think a lot of people have Houston going to the Elite Eight and losing or not making it that far at all. So um, just for my bracket's sake, um, you know, I think, um, yeah, that's uh, what I hope happens. So now I want to end off this portion of the video with my winners and losers of March Madness so far. So we're going to look at all the brackets, uh, all the winners, losers, and see who I think is the ultimate winners and who I think is the ultimate losers so far. So the first winner is the Big Ten because they have Michigan and they have Michigan State and they have so many Purdue and uh, they have had a lot of teams in the tournament and they've had a lot of success and they've been playing great basketball. So they get my um, first check as a winner because they have three teams going to the Sweet 16, which is good for them. Then we have another winner, which is uh, the ACC, which has Duke. They have Virginia Tech. They have Virginia they have uh, UNC and uh, Florida State, and uh, they're looking pretty good too. Uh, they had a solid, um, <clears throat> solid uh, playing so far for a conference as a total. Moving on to a first loser, the Big East. The Big East last year was one of, if not the best conference in college basketball. Uh, Villanova ended up winning the NCAA tournament last year, and Villanova ended up having four guys go into the NBA. Uh, and so their roster was basically Phil Booth, Eric Paschal, Cosby Roundtree, and a bunch of other players who some are transfers, some are freshmen, some really no one remembers them because they really didn't play as much. So, you know, the Big East in total just didn't play as well as they did last year. They had less teams make the tournament, and they had less teams make it out of the first week. So there we go on that one. A winner for me is uh, Murray State and Ja Morant. They ended up winning their first round matchup, and Ja Morant basically solidified in most people's minds that he is a top three draft pick. Now, I think if Phoenix gets the number one overall pick, they would be stupid not to take ja, ja Morant because they need a point guard, and he is a point guard. I think if anyone else makes uh, the number one overall pick, it's going to be uh, Zion Williamson. So that moves on to the next winner, which is Zion Williamson. Um, he is just playing great, great basketball um, and is just uh, killing it for Duke. Another winner is Taco Falls. Even though they lost to Duke, Taco Fall has solidified himself as a solid NBA talent, someone who looks like he could really, you know, work in the NBA. He's seven foot six. He's a double double guy. Someone who really can work, a workhorse type player. Then we have um, 
the next winner, which is um, Oregon. Oregon is now in the Sweet 16, and they were not expected to make the tournament had they not won the Pac-12 title. So they get um, a win there. Wisconsin gets a loss. Kansas State gets a loss for losing in the first round. Um, it was not a good um, good for them. Um, both of those teams didn't play great basketball. Um, another winner is Walford. Mid-major schools, um, many of them don't make it out of the first round, and this year we saw uh, several uh, do that. So they are going to be getting uh, a victory there. Um, a loss um, right now would be Kansas, and a victory would be Auburn, because, you know, Auburn has come out and shown they can play. First game was shaky, came in the second game and dominated. Kansas has always been a good team, and Kansas, unfortunately, didn't end up making it uh, that far this year. So that is um, not good for them. Now, um, bracket busting is going to get a loss uh, because of the fact that they didn't see many. Um, you have pretty much, you have every number one seed, every number two seed, um, every number three seed, and almost every number four seed making it into the tournament because you have... Oregon, the 12 seed, is the only one that was there that ended up um, ended up making it uh, in the tournament this far to the Sweet 16. So then you go to um, each bracket, uh, and uh, last year we're just going to look at them for a uh, comparison. You have Kansas State, which was a nine seed, Kentucky, which was a five seed. You have Loyola Chicago, which was an 11 seed. Nevada, which was a 7 seed. You have Florida State in Gonzaga, 9 seed and a 4 seed. Michigan, a 3 seed. Texas A&M, which is a 7 seed. Then you have um, Villanova, a 1 seed. West Virginia, a 5 seed. Texas Tech, a 3 seed. Purdue, a 2 seed. And then you have Kansas, a number 1 seed. Clemson, a 5. Syracuse, an 11. Duke, a 2 seed. So... Looking at all of this, you have Kansas and Duke, which are ones and twos. Purdue, which is a two seed. Villanova, which is a one seed. And then you have, um, that's it. Four out of the 16 teams last year were number one or number two seeds compared to this year where every single number one seed, every single number two seed made it. So you're looking at something that probably never happens. I don't remember the last time all number one seeds and all number two seeds made it, in, it to the sweet. Just looking at number one seeds and looking at the years 2000 to 2019, you have uh, 2019, 2016, 2012, 2011, 2009, 2008, 2007, 2006, 2005, 2003, and 2001. 11 total years in which all four number one seeds made it to the sweet 16. And um, you have nine, or I guess eight, um, years in which uh, number one seeds all didn't make it to the Sweet 16, which was last year included in that eight. So, you know, college basketball is usually, there isn't a lot of upsets. 
usually there's one sleeper team that goes to the Sweet 16. This year it was Oregon. And, um, you know, Loyola Chicago was last year's. Uh, so uh, right now, um, who knows what's going to happen. But just looking at this, most likely we're going to have at least one or two two number one seeds in the Final Four, most likely two. Um, I wouldn't be surprised uh, if we had three. But um, right now, um, I would have to put, you know, just overall number one seeds as evictors and bracket busters as losers because every year people go for one of two things. They pick the team they want to win, and when that team eventually loses, they go after the bracket busters, and they bet on all of those teams that they expect can't win but are Cinderella stories because they don't like seeing the same Duke, North Carolina, Kansas, Kentucky, and all these teams making it far. They want to see the Loyola Chicago's or the Oregon's or the UC Irvine's or the Walford's make it far because those are the teams that nobody bets on but everybody loves to see. That's why we watch college basketball because um, that stuff happens. So uh, they, so there is that. So that is my current um, list of teams that I believe and uh, conferences and players that I believe are winners and losers in this year's bracket so far. Um, I will um, be updating that at the end of the um, bracket um, when a champion is picked. So that is going to do it for this week's episode. I would like to take um, a little bit of your time at the end of this video to talk about a player, a champion, a football god named Rob Gronkowski. Unfortunately, uh, Rob Gronkowski is retiring from football, retiring from the New England Patriots. He has had two back surgeries. He has had multiple injuries. He probably hasn't played a full season in a long time because of the way his injuries are. And so unfortunately... For Patriots fans like myself, Gronkowski is done. I don't think he'll have any issues finding work because he is just a popular person. He's just a fun guy, someone who is you know great in the media, and someone who I think could be a great analyst for football or someone who could be a great spokesperson or someone who could be good in commercials or movies or who knows. But, you know, Gronkowski was a Hall of Fame tight end, and Say what you will about the Patriots, he was a hell of a football player. And he was one of the reasons why the Patriots were so good within the last 10 years, because of him. He was catching balls and doing things and getting yards after carry, after catch, and just very good football player. And somebody that, when he was in the game, Tom Brady, could rely on him because he was catching everything. And defenders, no matter how many he put on them, he would catch it. And there was plays where Gronk had double coverage and he would catch balls out of nowhere and people would be like, how the hell did Gronk do that? Well, he's just that good. And so, Gronkowski, you're going to be missed. I don't think the Patriots will ever find someone at tight end, at least in Tom Brady's era, that is as good of a tight end as you were. I think Gronk's the top five tight end of all time. I think he is very good and is well-deserving of a Hall of Fame slot in Ohio in Kansas. So, thank you for all the memories, thank you for the championships, and thank you for everything, Gronk. Um, it will never be the same without you wearing a Patriots uniform.
that's going to do it for this week's podcast. Tune in for next week's podcast where we talk about more college basketball news um, and more um, news about basketball. So thanks and have a great week.